Welcome back, guys. Uh, week what? Week six, right? Week six is here. College football season. Uh, Michigan takes on the Hoosiers of Indiana. Uh, they usually play us pretty tight this time. Uh, every, majority of the time, it's a close game, well, at least through the first three quarters. Um, seem to have s- some recipe to be able to play with us. Um, last year didn't didn't really, if I remember correctly. I think we won that game last year pretty smoothly and pretty easily. Um, I mean, I feel today today's going to be a pretty decent test. Um, it's, it, but Michigan cannot overlook Indiana. Um, no. Looking ahead to a top ten matchup next week against Penn State. Um, I mean, Indiana is sitting at three and two, one and one in the conference. The spread today is 20, 22 and a half. Um, you just, I don't, I don't think we can. I feel like we overlook Indiana a lot, and that's why we, uh, why they do play us so close. Yeah, and they're just one of those tough teams. You know, we're one of their rivals, even though they're not one of ours. Um, you know, because of our tradition and everything we've been around, you know, we're just about everybody we play on a regular basis, rival it uh, on some level. Um, and they're just not there. But, you, you know, they're, over the years, there's a long history of Indiana coaches to Michigan and, and Michigan coaches to Indiana. And I think that probably plays into it a little bit, too. Um, you know, Mike Hart coach there, Gary Moeller coach there. Um, uh, Greg Madison coach, coach there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, they always play us tough for whatever reason, but I, my memory says the same thing your memory does is, is that last year it really wasn't a big deal. Um, but uh, that was at home. Now, you know, now we're down yeah. there. Um, cool Time stadium. Well. Really cool you know, stadium. I mean, like you said, we've both been there. Yep. Uh, but Indiana's last in scoring defense, giving up uh, 30.4 a game. And they're 10th out of 14 and scoring – uh, 27.2, but they, but they do have a legit air attack, right? So mm-hmm. uh, our secondary uh, should get tested today. It'd be, it'd be nice to uh, uh, see how Sand, Sanders still proves out. I, you know, I do feel like uh, at this point he's legit and we won't really, really know until um, probably the Ohio state game, but they're good. Uh, you know, one other thing as well as, as uh, seeing that Roman Wilson is out, he's still in concussion protocol. On a on a hit that should have been called targeting and, and it didn't even get didn't even get mentioned. So um, we'll be down. You know, he, he's he's been our number one guy so far this year. Yeah, I think this is going to offer other people to step up. And I think we have plenty of people to step up. Yep. Um, I think you'll see on if that's the case, you're going to see Andre Andre Anthony more probably use more today. Um, yeah, you Ronnie, see? you know, Ronnie Bell will be in there uh, getting it. Uh, Cornelius, you know, who shows so much promises, but has just been so inconsistent. And Andrew did get a couple targets last week, if I remember right. Uh, maybe, maybe one or two catches. Um, but that, that one's a little bit perplexing to me. And, and maybe his state game was just a, a one-hit wonder, and that's that's why he's not that's not why he's getting it. 
Yeah, Andrew had one reception for 29 yards last week. But uh, yeah, he had that I sure would like to see him. Up. What's that? Yeah, he had that little the up, the out and up. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see. So, you know, you know, we went over the game last week right after the game. And, uh, you know, just to kind of recap, solid game. Um, Iowa mm -hmm. did what Iowa does at Kinnick especially. Uh, fought and slugged their way in it. But as we talked about before the game and a little bit after, um, you know, talent almost always wins in the end. And, and we kind of wore those guys down. And they did score an extra touchdown there um, with a little bit left. But that didn't mean anything, you know. Uh, I thought that, I thought that, uh, you know, it was a, a game well played. Um 27-14, 13-point win on the road at a at a really tough place to play for Big Ten opponents, uh, top five teams. Let's go to die. Yep. So, run um, around in that, that first drive, right? That was textbook. Come out, and I, I forget exactly what it was, but it was like a 10-11 play drive. Uh, yeah, it was old school Big Ten football. Yep. And, I mean, you know, I think I texted you that. <laughs> yep, and we've been doing – you know, it's been Harbaugh's vision since the start, right? But last year and this year, that's what we've been doing, kind of the uh, Bama-Ohio State model. And, and you know, now we have the talent to get there. You know, as I've said before, I don't think we're we're quite there yet, but we've, we've definitely closed the gap on Ohio State, and we're closing the gap oh, on – Tremendously. You know, what's that? I said tremendously closed down on Ohio State. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I don't know that we're there yet with Georgia and Alabama, but I don't think Georgia and Alabama are as good as they were last year either. So if we can continue to take care of business, um, you know, we may get another shot. If we do, we, we will get another shot to to test us out and, and see where we're at. You know, last year um, we weren't going to win the national championship no matter what. And, I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of excitement because if you're in, you got a chance, right? But uh, – we got we got a shitty matchup because you know the, the playoff team didn't want to see the Georgia and Bama play in the first round. They wanted to see them play in the final. Um, SEC bullshit. But you know, I I I think we would have drugged uh, Cincinnati last year and then got drugged by whoever won that game. So I, I don't I, think the out, outcome really changed much. But uh, I, I'd like to see us get a get a good slot and and see what we can do against a good team but we gotta you know harbaugh had said at the beginning of the season this is the first camp in his memory ever where there were no serious injuries and then since the first game you know we've gotten uh knock on bang, some wood, banged up pretty good so um, i mean you know, from Cade to donovan edwards to uh, Roman, uh, oh, Caden uh, Colesire's out for the year now with a knee injury. Um, you know, he's been our special teams all-star. Hey, have you read anything on Cade? Because I literally haven't seen one goddamn thing on him. On Cade McNamara? Yeah. yeah. No, nothing. It's it's like he just fell off the face of the earth after he got hurt. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't even, like, I haven't heard of status updates or anything. Nothing. That makes me think it's a, you know it's a lot more serious injury than, than what they initially let on, and they're just trying to let it fly under the radar. 
but yeah. JJ playing well is is you know probably kept kept people from going crazy over that. You know, if this was last year, it would have been a it would have been a lot bigger deal. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, got to stay healthy. Got to got to beat the opponents. You you should beat like today. Um, Penn State next week. Then we got a bye week. Then we got Sparty. Right. Mm, now we're coming yeah, coming to the heart of the schedule now. Um, yep. Yep. I think after that we have two games in between Michigan State and Ohio State. So, I mean, season's uh, halfway over after today. So it is. It goes fast and it sucks. So uh, halfway there, damn near. Um, I got some notes here. Just some game notes, like things to look <clears throat> that we've done and things. Um, Michigan currently, before we get like too in depth in this game, uh, Michigan currently has 169 plus 169 scoring differential um, this season. Uh, that figure ranks as the program's best mark through five games since the 1976 season, which was that season was plus 183. Michigan is one of three programs in the nation with an average margin of victory above 30 points. Um, I mean, that, that's just big right there. If you're, uh, and then, I mean, obviously, Corum. I mean, Corum is – these are these are the nation in rushing touchdowns this season. Um, and is fourth in rushing yards. Uh, and 12th in yards per carry. Holy shit. How is he 12th? I don't know, but he's averaging 6.57 yards per yards per carry. I did so I mean, but that's just some little notes just for the game. Um I'm looking at one thing. So last year's meeting against Indiana was 29 to 7 was the score. So yeah, it was it was a pretty simple game for us. Um But yeah, I mean, keys for the defense um I mean, they're they're going to throw the football. I think that's that's going to be their main game. Uh, I mean, the quarterbacks already threw the ball almost 300 times. Right. Uh, yeah, they're going to hear it out. Yeah, I mean, and he's not, he's not, I don't know, he's not very accurate. I mean, at least from what I'm seeing. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, let's, he's 52% completion percentage, which that puts him, that's not good. I mean, he's 130 for 246, uh, has 13, almost 1,400 yards, eight touchdowns, five interceptions. So, I mean, he makes mistakes, and we're going to have to capitalize off those. I think they're going to be there today. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Like I said, he's thrown for 300 yards a game almost, right? Um, pick a game, so the opportunity is there. His um, long for the season is 52 yards. Uh, so... They're not getting a shit ton of big plays, you know, it doesn't look like, um, you know, their receivers kind of spread out. Uh, Cam uh, Camper got 418 mm. yards, uh, 33 receptions. That's, you know, that's pretty impressive. Almost 13 yards uh, a pop. 
other than that, they, they got a bunch of people with a bunch and nobody, uh, nobody more than uh, 200 yards, a couple guys around 100, one guy hanging at like 198, but um, that's it. So, so uh, Cam Camper's their main go-to guy. Um, and, you know, we put whoever our best cover <laughs> guy is. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably Sanders still at this point and uh, try to lock him up. Uh, Russian-wise, you know, uh, Sean Shivers got 377 yards. He's averaging four and a half a carry pretty much. Um, four touchdowns on the year, along the 47, so he's got a little bit of breakaway capability. But, um, you know, if RD, you know, and this has kind of been a theme the last few games, and, and I do think that we accomplished that mission a little bit last week, but we got to get that pressure. Yeah. We got to figure out a way to get that pressure and, and hit them and, and, and uh, you know, make them uncomfortable in the pocket. And, and if we can do that and our secondary holds up, we'll be good. And, and you know, I'm, I'm not too worried about our offense as long as we stay healthy. I think we can score points with, with the best of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're, that, that's why games and, and whenever you're on the road, it's a test, right? So Ten uh, Kinnick was a, tough one last week and and hopefully uh, and this group seems to be pretty locked in folks but hopefully they take uh stay in locked and focus and they're not looking forward to penn state next week and the bye week the following yeah um one thing i was say with the on the defensive side like you said the pressure is gonna be key this week uh, i mean this this kid don't run he does not this their quarterback or however you say his last name He's, I think this season on 25 attempts, he's minus 70 yards. So he's not, he, he doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have the wheels. Um, so he, you're going to have the shot if he shot to get back there and get him. Um, yeah, 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 he's absolutely. Gonna, he's not going to scramble out of the pocket and outrun you as Tulia did. Um, so opportunities there. We'll see if the defense can do it. I mean, they, they showed out at the end of last game, and really they showed out all game. They were bringing – there's a lot of quarterback hurries, but he was just getting the ball out quick. And I think that's what a lot of teams did. Um, yeah, so I just looked at his rushing numbers. Holy shit, right? Yeah, he's not good. Yeah, he's so, not good. Yeah. I mean, that's counting sacks and stuff in there. but Yeah, absolutely, but, but still. Um, five games, right, 25 attempts – Gained 49 yards, lost 119, negative 70 net, uh, 14 yards, losing 14 yards of carry. That's uh, yeah, not, not good. That's not a running threat. No, not at all. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, we need to we need to get back there and make some hits on these guys. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Budge. Um. But I mean, and I, I don't, I don't have a defensive side. That's really it to me. I mean, obviously we have to play the secondary, but I, I have really no worries in our secondary at this point in the season. Um, I mean, especially after watching uh, the Maryland game with Tulia. Um, I, I mean, he was throwing the ball everywhere, and he didn't really hurt us downfield like deep. A lot of his yardage came from underneath throws, 
I mean, throws that, that you're going to have the opportunity to hit during the game, the quarterback's just got to hit them. Right. Um, so, I mean, our secondary to me is not that not the problem child this year. Thank God. Not yet, right? Oh, yeah. And I mean, we're, we're not going to – I don't think we're going to get exposed if we do get exposed, you know, like you said earlier, until um, Ohio State. Or, you know, I don't know we could we could get exposed next week. Yeah, Penn State just doesn't scare me, and maybe maybe it should. I see. I, I feel the same way, like very much so about Penn State. I don't know why. If we were playing there, I think it scares me a little bit more. But sure. this season, I mean, other than the twenty twenty season, I don't think we've lost at home to them in a few years. And that 2020 bullshit season, I don't – yes, it counts, but it doesn't. But I don't count it, and I get it. But at least for a, a reference of how teams have played in the past however many years. Uh, they, they, they don't scare me. Uh, I mean, I mean, I think it'll be a good game, but I think we win. And I, think we'll, I think we surprise a lot of people. I don't, I don't think Penn State's as good as they are. No, I don't think so either. And I'm not convinced that we're we're as good as we think we are yet either. But um, you know, we we've passed the tests, and and you know, our our trash talk and troll rivals um, seem to think we almost lost that Maryland game. And I, I didn't see that game that way at all. Did they make it closer than than I would have liked? Absolutely. But uh, I never felt like, even though we trailed a little bit in the first quarter, was it? Yeah, we trailed in the first and like part of the second because we scored right yeah. before halftime. I, I never seven. felt like we were in danger. We weren't in control of the game. So, um, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't, I didn't, that's not how I felt either. Um, on the offensive side today, I, I mean, the key to me is going to be, I mean, you're going to, JJ is going to have to hit his throws into there. I mean, which he hasn't had a problem. Past few weeks, Ben has, uh, as Gus uh, Johnson said last week, I mean, had his arm on 110 against uh, Maryland, like when he throw in, like for the deep ball wise. And I mean, last week on the one deep ball he threw, he overthrew him too. Uh, it's got to be to me, it's just got to be excitement to him at that point. Right. Because I mean, we we've seen him hit it. It's got to just be the the energy of the game getting to him. Um, but hit those throws when they're there. Stay clean on the turnover side. Don't turn the ball over. And I mean the rushing attack. I mean, I mean the rushing attack big. Just period. I, I mean we. It's been like that since last season. Two seasons. We run the ball good. We win the game usually. Uh, we don't run the ball good. We lose the game. Uh, Michigan, uh, Georgia, as Georgia, as we didn't do versus Georgia last year. Because uh, we all know. Yeah, but be- hey, is have you heard anything about Henning? There was talk that he might be out this week too. Uh, he was he was questionable last week and ended up playing, didn't he? Yeah, I, I don't think he played the second half. I think he played the first half. Seems like 
Seems like we had somebody else back there the second half. I can't remember for sure, but. Um, well, because he only does punts now. He doesn't do kickoffs. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I mean, I remember last week he was questionable, but he ended up playing. I don't know. I can't. I don't see you. No, that's him last season. I don't see anything, at least on the internet, about it. Uh, I'd have to get on Twitter and see because I don't. Yeah, that's fine. I just kind of get to why we're why we're going on a little bit about. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. I think we're going to play. Normal football today, and I think we win. I don't think we cover the spread, but I think we win by like probably seventeen. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like a, a, a thirty-four, fourteen is is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a a massive blowout, but I don't think it's going to be like any any doubt that we're winning this football game either. Um, no, you know. Uh, you know, it's important in all games, but especially on the road in the hostile environments. We've got to take care of the ball. Um, you know, J.J.'s been very fortunate. I think he's I think he's fumbled four times so far, but hasn't thrown any. Got a pick uh, taken away because uh, there was a penalty. Um, so, got he's got to clean that up. And other than that, you know, he's been, he's been really rock solid. And, uh, you know, Donovan Edwards saves his ass last week when he recovered that. I think it was inside the five. It was on the three-yard line, if I remember right. And had Iowa gotten that ball, that it might have been a different ball game. Oh yeah, I mean, if any anything like that turns that game around instantly. Um, but I mean, we'll see how it goes today. I I'll do my. I mean, my prediction is probably a something like last year, like a thirty-one fourteen. Let's see, do my math here. 31, 17, something like that. Um, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping, to if we can shut them out, that, that's even better. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be – it'll be under the spread, but far enough over. Yep. Um, so – Real quick, did, can we just get rid of the? Uh, can we just get rid of the Big Ten West, please? You know, it's garbage, and and, and you and I have talked about this, but I, I'm still in utter disbelief that they got rid of Paul Chris. And I know I know the COVID year was bad, but I don't think that should really be held against anybody, or anybody should get a contract based off it either. Um, Last year, a little bit of a down year for him, and, and a really bad start this year. But a guy's five and one in bowl games, and, and is is one as many games there as just about anybody. And um, by all accounts, did things the right way. Um, Wisconsin native, native Madison native, and to just wipe him out in the middle of the season, seemingly out of nowhere. Um, you know, had to be a booster thing, right? There's a booster with a lot of money saying, hey. And the one thing that really surprised me about that is, you know, he was owed close to $20 million, maybe 21 
and uh, he settled for a buyout of 11. Man, if you're firing me and you owe me fucking $20 million, you're giving me $20 million. Uh, you know, I kind of thought it was funny that, um, you know, they made a big deal about, okay, they got to write him an $11 million check by, I think it was the end of February, end of, end of March of, of this coming year, 2023. But, man, you fire me. I'm not giving you no fucking discount. You can kiss my ass. Um, but it, it just shows the, the character of the guy, I guess, and, and, and what he's, what he's about. But, um, and don't get me wrong, $11, $11 million in free money's uh, a shit ton of money. But, you know, I expect him to pop back up somewhere um, and, and do a good job. He was always a, a, a you know, real low-profile guy, right? Not a rah-rah guy, not this, not that. Never really heard a peep of anything about him. But all he did for a really long time there was win and be competitive and and – I think Wisconsin, everybody thinks this now, right? Because this is a whole nother rant, but, you know, Michigan State thinks that they are uh, national contenders every year. And the the way that these people, these guys are are talking on, on Twitter and social media right now, like they are so fucking delusional that it, it is, I would think it's satire if I didn't know these guys were serious, but everybody thinks that, that they should, they should, uh, that they're entitled to, to be in the college football playoff year after year after year. And the reality is, is even when we expand, you know, there's, there's going to be 10 dozen teams that are going to be in the conversation every year and we should be one of them. Right. But, mm-hmm. uh, Wisconsin's not, is never going to be, I, I don't care if you bring in urban Meyer in there, you're, you're not, that's just not what what they are and and who they're going to be so um you know people get caught up in this in this win now and uh, i'm sure the nil plays a quite a bit into it but there there were i seen quite a few tweets from wisconsin players uh tweeting out support for him and and so it doesn't sound like you know there was a player mutiny and and they wanted him out or they they quit on him um, but yeah, kind of a weird situation. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, with the whole, I mean, shoot, Michigan State thinks that they're national contenders because they have one decent year with Mel Tucker, and now that um, whatever that running back Kenneth Walker's gone, the dude who literally carried them to about every single win last year. God knows, it, God knows, it wasn't Peyton Thorne. Um, right. No, without him, we we rolled them last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they, a lot of teams probably beat them, as we see this season with Maryland blowing them out and Minnesota blowing them out. Um, I mean, God, they're so bad. I mean, they have a dog shit football coach. Right. Um, His words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I, but I brought this up because Nebraska's sitting in fucking first fucking place of the West right now at 2-1, and 3-3. Three and three. I'm like, fucking Christ, dude. This just shows how bad that conference is. I mean, that division is. I mean, that's. Yeah, and, and that 
that uh hello scott frost they get him out of there and and yeah they've won two straight yeah won two straight now you know yeah actually they fired him after what game georgia southern loss i think so yep lost to ou which oh well beat indiana by two scores and then beat rutgers last night by one touchdown by one point um I don't know. We'll see what happens. I would not. I, I'll cheer for him now that he's gone. I don't care what they do now. That's not going to bother me either way. Um, no, you know, I, I've always, up until, you know, the voters gave Tom Osborne a parting gift in 97, I always had a lot of respect for the, the program. You know, them the in Oklahoma were, were two of the powerhouses when I was growing up. And you know, I, I've gotten over my bitterness over that uh, bullshit half national championship. But you know, it's it's good to see the blue bloods win. I, whether you're talking about football or basketball or whatever, college sports are better when you know your traditional powerhouses are good. Uh, yeah. You know, end of story. So you know, and that even goes true for for our you know our, our rivals, Ohio State. Uh, um, you know, yeah, co- college football's better for Michigan, seemingly being on the right track and being better right now. You know, um, and Michigan State just so bad wants to be in that conversation, but they're not. And speaking of Michigan State, we're gonna go off the rails a little bit here, but. Draymond Green is a fucking bitch. He is a little bitch. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm sure you've seen that video, right? Of him, of him popping pool, which, which whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of people calling that a sucker punch. And I don't really think it's a sucker punch. I think that it was a cheap shot, but it, and you know, all the Spartans just saying, well, he pushed him first. Well, Draymond ran up to him chest to chest and kind well, of and, bumped him back. What's well, I mean, supposed and, to do? That, that, was a, that was a get the fuck out of my face push by Jordan Poole. Poole 20 yards and, away from him the whole time. Right. And you could you could kind of see he, they were, he was side-talking out of his mouth. They both were. There's a lot of stories out there that Poole's eagle has gone through, and he's talking about – building a pool and you're not going to swim in Jordan Poole's pool and blah, blah, blah. Apparently that's what instigated it because Draymond got tired of it. Steph Curry come out and said that wasn't it, but, but who knows? But the point is, is that was a cheap shot. Right. But on the other hand, Poole should have been ready for that. He didn't, he didn't know it was like that, obviously. But if a man runs up on you and you got to push him out of your face, yeah, you you better be ready to fight. And and Poole wasn't. He pushed yeah. him and kind of turned away, thought it was over. And and here comes Draymond, boom, rocked him. Looks like he looks like he slept him. Um, so, but uh, typical uh, Sparty, you can't do that to your teammate. And we don't talk much about NBA, but um, uh, because of the rivalry, I thought that was important. And I, I've always hated that cocksucker. And that just kind of solidified it. Yeah, no, I feel you. I get it. Um, yeah, I, 
I haven't. I, I watched the video. I haven't read much up else on it since then, just because I was like, okay, well. Draymond Green, I'm telling you right now, Draymond Green's probably going to be a piston within the next year, two years. You know what? And I read that. He said it a lot, but I think that this, I think that this might have uh, canceled that. And and Draymond Green, I've said this many times. I, I'd, I feel pretty strongly, and there's no way of knowing, but I feel pretty strongly that I would not like him no matter where he went to school. And I don't hate Draymond Green. I, I never actually, like, since he's been in the NBA, he's not the player that he thinks he is. No, I, he's a solid player, right? He, so he's, to me, he's a Dennis Rodman or a Bill Lambeer. Uh, yeah. Bill Lambeer minus the shooting. And, you know, Rodman was, uh, Rodman's probably the better comparison, uh, but he's more of an agitator than, than Rodman was. And Rodman was a pretty good agitator, but he's solid. I, I don't think he's a Hall of Fame player, um, but he's he's carved out his niche in the NBA. And, he, you know, he's, he's done very well with it, and that's, that's fine. But I just don't get the adultation to him and his his act has just gotten old he's you know he i don't i don't believe he's a good teammate and his oh, ego no. is you know the size of michigan stadium and you know come out from the hard parts of sag nasty and and and, and good on him but uh i don't know i i just i just never liked the guy but i do where i was going with all that is i i do think he he's one of those guys like Lambeer and 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 uh, Rodman and like Charles Oakley, guys back in the day, the guys that you hated but you would love to have on your team. But I'd be a little bit surprised if Troy Reaver brought him in just because he he's not a high character guy, right? And he doesn't seem to be a he's a me first, not a team first guy. And with this young core, I don't I don't see how. I don't see how that fits in. He's not a, he's not a locker room leader. He's not a, he's obviously, he's not a calming presence. Um, you know, and this isn't a team that's, that's on the verge of a championship. You know, he's, he's a little bit similar in personality, I guess, to, to uh, Rashid Wallace, but Rashid come in, and kind of towed the line and did his thing. And, and, you know, with, without Rashid, we don't, we don't win a championship that year. Um, it, to me, that's, that's the only thing that makes sense that would make sense to bring him in. And, you know, Draymond has said quite a bit, he'd be willing to give the hometown discount because he, he wants to come play at home. And I get that, but I, I just don't see the fit. And I don't think this, this last, last incident helps at all. No, not at all. Uh, I, I just still feel like Troy Weaver kind of wants to bring back that, that the bad boy feel to Detroit. Not and I would, and I, like I would love that. Boy, but, you know, that's my favorite that's, era. That's kind of where I feel that he would that he would come in. Um, other than that, I. 
we'll see where that situation goes. It'll be interesting to see. What happens to Draymond? What happened? I mean, I don't – if he gets traded, if he – I mean, uh, Adam Wojnowski posted last night uh, pretty much stating the Warriors aren't happy over it at all. Um, especially well, not, over, not, not over it being leaked because whoever leaked it's going to have some shit too. Well, leak the video at least. Who? Yeah, whoever leaked that video – is getting fired. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because that that was like off a phone video, yeah, took it on the screen. There's reports that that guy got two point six million dollars to do that, and yep, here you go, take my job. Right, I'll figure <laughs> it out. I got money to live off of for the next fucking right, three years. I'll figure it out. You know, the, the bad side is is. He'll never get a job in sports again because he'll be, you know, he'll be blackballed. That probably as he should, but uh, that's um, that'd be pretty hard to turn down. I don't, I don't care who you are. All, all you got to do is give me this fifteen second clip of right before it started to where he hits him, and here's your bag. It would be like I don't, I don't know. There's not a whole lot of people. I probably ninety five percent of the working force population is going to take that deal. You know. So, oh, yeah, for sure, good on him. Get your bag and and, and <laughs> get out, invest that money, and, and go work at McDonald's as a fry guy. <laughs> Still be okay, yeah. All right, well, I guess I'm moving to picks. Um, yes, you got me by like 10 games. All right, what's our first one of the week? Um, it's going to be uh, Tennessee um, at LSU. Uh, LSU is ranked 25. Tennessee's ranked 8. Uh, who you got? I'm going to go with Tennessee. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pick upsets. This, well, not going to pick an upset on that game. LSU's not that good. I mean, Tennessee. I think Tennessee has a chance to be undefeated. Rolling into the Bama game next week, yeah, and I think they, I think they have a pretty good chance of taking Bama down for the first time, and I think since two thousand six. So I'm gonna go. Okay, so you're picking Tennessee back. next week over Bama. Well, 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 I'm not gonna say that now because there could be injuries today and things like that. We'll we'll talk about that next week. All right. All right. Uh, next one, uh, number seventeen TCU, and number nineteen Kansas. To me, this is the game of the week, right? This is going to be the the the, the most uh, fun or most exciting game to watch. Um, I really want to go with Kansas, but I'm gonna roll with TCU on this one. Yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. be I wouldn't be shocked if if uh, Kansas pulls it off. I think TCU wins big. I think they win it, by. It's at Kansas, correct? Yes, it's at Kansas. I yeah. still think TCU wins big. Um, I know Oklahoma's dead, but the way that they rolled Oklahoma last week, uh, I think that they rolled Kansas today. Um, next one, Arkansas. 
at number 23, Mississippi State. Arkansas is barely on the outside of the top 25. Um, I mean, they're playing at, at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's a decent team this year. Um, I'm going to go with Arkansas there. Um, I think Arkansas gets back in the top 25 after this win. Yeah, I'm rolling with Arkansas on that one too. God damn it. Let's stop picking the same people. Um, all right. Next one, Red River Rivalry. Uh, fun fact on this, this is the first Red River Rivalry that has been unranked since, I believe, 2010, 2011. Yep. That both teams have been unranked. Um, rumors last night that Quinn Ewers uh, might might return today for Texas. Um, I think either way, I think Texas wins it. But if Quinn, Quinn comes back, Texas wins by two scores at least. But I'll pick Texas there. Um, Oklahoma's dead. Dead, dead. I don't know about that. Let, let's. Uh, um, yeah, I'll roll with Texas. You really don't want to give up any of that lead, do you? Um, next one. Threw it in here more as a joke. Um, number three, Ohio State at Michigan State. I think we both know how this game's gonna go, but should I just should I both should I just write down the same thing that I think we're both thinking? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Ohio State by a lot. I will do the next podcast on my head if Michigan State wins this game. It's not not gonna happen. No, even no. though it's at Spartan Stadium, you know Sparties have been complaining on Twitter for a week that it's gonna be a sea of red. Uh, I I just don't see it. Happening. Oh yeah, that's what the, that's what they real quick. That's what they always do. I mean, Dad, when we went in two thousand, what year we go to Spartan Stadium and it was three quarters Michigan, right? That year we went. I mean, once they start losing, their fans they're done. As I've said, for, as I've said for years. They don't have true fans. Their fans are there when they're good, and there's no one fucking there when they suck. Right. And they love to they, talk shit when they're on top, or they perceive they're on top or equal, but the minute they start going downhill, they just go, they go back the in their little bowl holes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, Ohio there. Um, this would be a good game. Um, number 11, Utah. At number 18, UCLA out there on the West Coast. Um, I mean, UCLA is playing great, good football. Took down Washington last week. Utah, I think it's Utah's won five straight in this series. This is this is probably the toughest pick for me for the day. Um, I'm gonna roll with. I think I'm gonna roll with the Utes, but it's probably it's probably gonna come back to bite me in my ass. Yeah, I'm going with UCLA on this. They're just playing too good of football. It said it's probably going to come back to bite me. Yeah, and it, that is a tough one. I, th- I think that's a really t- tough game. I think the TCU Kansas is right up there too, even though you think TCU is going to roll. Um, but those are that should be another uh, exciting game to watch if you're, uh, you know, even if you're not a fan. team. Yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. Next game is we heard about this 
build up all season, all off season, the Jimbo and Nick Saban feud, uh, Texas A&M at Alabama. Yeah, that game's going to be over by the end of the first quarter. I, I and, think so and if if I wouldn't be surprised to see Saban over there raping old Jimbo. Uh, say, I don't think that Saban cares care, would care if they lost the rest of their games this year as long as he can beat him. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, that's – I don't think Bama – if Bama gets up, I don't think – I don't think Saban pulls down, pull, pulls back the reins at all. He's going to pull steam ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Them. Uh, so, Bama, Bama. We did not pick against Chile. Next one, K-State, number 20 in the nation um, versus Iowa State. Or at Iowa State. I'm not – I'm taking K-State. I'm not picking Iowa State anymore this year. They've screwed me over too many times. Um, so, I'm going to go with K-State. I mean, K-State and Kansas, I think, are tied for first in the Big 12 right now. Um yeah, um, this will be the day Iowa State wins, and just because I'm not picking them, but yeah, I'm a roll with. Uh, uh, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm a roll with Kansas State too, dude. You just don't want to give up any of that lead, do you? I can pick first if you want. We're just happen to be on the same page. No, Maybe you're going to have a good week or I'm going to have a shitty week. Yeah. And no, I don't want to give up lead for the record. I I, I want to add to it every week. <laughs> but uh, that that's not affecting my picks either. Oh, I know. Uh, number, I think, 16. I didn't write them in ranking. BYU at Notre Dame. Uh, BYU is playing good football, too. Uh I watched them for the first time last week. They played pretty good foot. They played not pretty good. They played really good football last week. Um, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll BYU here. Uh, I think they yeah, go in. Me, me too. I, I, Notre Dame's look a lot better though. Yeah, no, Notre Dame's got to start winning, or Freeman's gonna be out at the end of the year. But uh, and that gives me a little pause. But you know, as you said, BYU's been playing good football and. And they, they look rock solid so far, so I'm, I'm rolling with them, too. All right. Now our last one uh, tonight. Oh, this isn't Washington. This would be Washington State, I think. Um, Tonight, Washington. I believe it's Washington. I wrote down Washington, but um, Washington State at SC. Let me just visually, yeah, it's Washington State. Okay. Yeah, SC there, that, that's a no-brainer. They're playing good. Lincoln Riley's done a great job so far. And, and uh, Washington State beat someone big this year. Though. Washington State's 4-1. and one. I do know that. Let me find that game real quick. Because they're 4-1, one, 1-1 one, one, one the pack. They lost Oregon by three. How many games pick against each other? They beat Wisconsin when they were ranked. Yeah, Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin was that good this season, as we've seen against Ohio State, and then right. Well, I mean, they beat Idaho. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Colorado State. Damn near beat Iowa, uh, Oregon. Damn near um, beat Oregon and, and beat Cal. So, not a not, yeah. Not, I'm not a murderer's row, but I mean, Wisconsin was 19 at the time. Oregon was 15. So, I'm taking um, Washington State. 
you know they they got uh art yeah there you go that might that might knock you one off they got a pretty pretty formidable schedule they got uh usc um utah and then washington at the end of the year so so uh good on them maybe they'll maybe they'll uh have a great great year yeah so just an update record you're 15 and 5 i'm 10 and 10 um i mean if i'm gonna have to pick up those games that we picked against each other i think there's only two yeah the, no there's only two um the ucla utah game and the uh the last game washington usc game washington state i'm sorry um, yeah but yeah we'll see what happens uh but yeah, I think that's all I got for today. It was a pretty yeah, good, me too. Uh, Did you throw out your score prediction for today? Yeah, I said like 31-14, something like 31-14, okay. 31-17. Did you? I thought you did. Yeah. 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 yeah so all right, um, guys. Uh we we, we may or may not be on at, we probably won't be on after the game, but maybe tonight. No, you're going to be playing cornhole instead of watching the football game. Yeah, so sorry, I have a regional. I have a regional tournament today that my partner regional just backed out on. So assistant to the regional manager tournament. Huh. But uh, all right, guys. Well, yeah, if, gonna, if we don't see you this afternoon. We'll see you next week. Hail, hail, go blue, y'all.